Hey, hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Big Screens and TV Streams for Wednesday, October 25th, 2023. I'm Dale, and we are live from the Grand Forks Best Source Studios. I'm joined alongside Victor. What's up? How's it going, guys? Always fantastic to be here, because, man, it's going to be a hell of a show, as always. And... Across from me is new four-time father, Mr. Paul. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the show, even though I don't have a lot to contribute to it. But we have, uh, you know, uh, extra guests on the show that'll make up for my lack of oh, knowledge. You got stuff. You got stuff. We got we got some stuff for you. Yeah, and, we have a lot to and, talk about. And you know, we're just uh, under a week away from All Hallows Eve, Halloween. Yes. yes. And uh, you know, we so today's like a spooky themed show. We're all going to be covering our fair share of spookiness here mm-hmm. and uh, and what better guest we thought to join us today than one of the other Grand Forks best source hosts uh he hosts Iki ichabod's weird cinema and weird wrestling you can find live every friday night at 9 p.m and or just search gfbs to listen to it anytime anywhere on your favorite podcast or social media app so we'll give a big old uh oh no not that one i didn't get the right soundboard queued up i was going to queue up a sound a drum roll for you so we'll do, well, a, do a crowd clap oh yeah we'll, we'll oh, give yeah. you a crowd number, clap number, yeah right there the one and only Iki ichabod and, uh, along with the Wizard of Weird. Woo! Oh, whoops! There we go. I was going to say the wizard was going to be off today, and basically uh, he was going to get a break. Mm-hmm. And it's been five months since I haven't used the wizard, so. Oh yeah, the, the wizard is going through withdrawals, sir. You He's missed going you. through withdrawals, aren't you, wizard? Yes, I do. We're just going to talk about some really bad movies, though. Uh, he was all tucked away in his cave there. He's enjoying a nap. He's like, I don't usually come out to play on Wednesdays. Yes, exactly. He lives at his at, at his beach home in Malibu. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or also known as a Sam Adams bucket. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably the best way. Yeah, the, but what better place to reside, right? <laughs> well, you know how they uh, they, they branded him. The, the Brew Brothers branded him. So. Oh, gosh, yeah. I, yeah, he's forever branded. So if and we want to hear what people have to say in the live chat. Uh, if you got any comments about your favorite spooky movies or any of the stuff we're covering today, make sure to jump into the live chat on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, or, or gfbestsource.com, or just find all our past episodes by searching Grand Forks Best Source on your favorite podcast or social media apps. Uh, as we always like to kick off every show, I like to uh, cover a couple quick news items. I know, Victor, I, I, there was one news item that was in the back of my mind. I'm sure it'll come to me in a little bit. I was going to bring up the queue in my notes that I forgot about. I'm sure it'll come to me later. But, Victor, I know you're kind of on top of a few uh, interesting news items from the last two weeks since we last chatted. Yes. Honestly, uh, you guys, <laughs> there's been a lot happening over the weekend, let me tell you. Uh, let's start by talking about the actor strike. The actor strike, has, uh, they said, is officially almost coming to a somewhat close. Uh, they said that they're still working things out with studios and other things. Uh, this is not going to uh, in any way uh, ruin anyone's movie or TV experience. They're still working on projects, but the actors have somewhat come to an agreement and they're still working on it about fairness and pay and all that. Um, so they're still coming to a, a standstill in agreement about that. Uh, the writer strike, I still think, needs to... They said, oh, it's over. I, I still don't believe 
believe that. Because if it was, then they wouldn't be turning out such bad and horrible productions. Well, the, you know, they, they did have a, a new episode of uh, Saturday Night Live on this week with Bad Bunny as the host. Yeah, they, I, I, and as much as I, I... I'm sorry. I heard he, I, like, I did, do not he, know who he did, she is. Uh, yeah, ba- I do, I Bad Bunny is a he. Well, no, like the funny thing was there's also, and, and to, to be fair, everyone, there's also another Bad Bunny. Um, so there's another artist named Bad Bunny, uh, and I don't know if that's just, if he copyrights the name, because I know there is an artist, he's a he, but there's also a she as well. Now, I don't know if that name is fully copyrighted, so don't quote me on that. So I'm just telling you. I just recognize was, that's the Bad Bunny from WrestleMania fame and from the movie Bullet Train. Yes, that, that is. Yes, <laughs> met, that, met a demise at the hands of one Brad Pitt. <laughs> yes, that, I do remember that. I know for the longest time they weren't having like new shows. Like Dr. Phil got taken off the air because you know, a lot of the talk show, shows. They were just showing like reruns upon reruns upon reruns. And late night talk shows were pretty much were on strike because you know the the writers they didn't have anyone to write their scripts for them or their jokes or their Wh- gags which and- was which was so hypocritical because Drew Barrymore and many others were doing their shows r- under the radar and then they got caught and then they said well we're not gonna we're good we need to make money you're stopping us from making money so unless you want to you know tell our families oh well we're not bringing home the bacon today sweetheart so I mean what are you gonna do it's all about money money is the root of all evil pretty much in in this case then they they still are working out their evil ways right now because there's another news item that really goes into this. Uh, apparently, little Miss Millie uh, Bobby Brown uh, said that she's glad that Stranger Things is over because, let's face it, it was holding her completely back, as she puts it. Um, she did not like the show. At first, she did, you know, and she got to hang out with friends, but as she got older and, you know, more into, you know, her fashion stuff and everything else. Is she's, this the girl who played Eleven? Yes, and she she's not even a good actor. Well, she, <laughs> you tell her that because honestly, she Did you said, see her in Godzilla. I mean, puke. I again, you know, and as young <laughs> as she was at that time, I'm like, you know what? You're not making Oscar nominated performance. One of the most entertaining names to say, though. It is. It honestly is. It's a very catchy name. I'm not going to lie. But. What about the Egos? What, what are going to happen with the Egos since she's gone? See, and that's the thing. She absolutely hated eating those every day. And funny that you mentioned that because she said in an interview, she's like, at first they were good um, and I ate them, but every time she would do a take, they would do the take like a bunch of times where she ate it and she absolutely just like spat it out. She did the same with like the hamburgers and everything that they fed her she's like it was good at first but then it was like eh so i didn't even need to eat you know what no that kind of reminds me of as et when they're feeding et the candy like the reese's pieces and stuff yes but unlike you know et who enjoyed a delicious loving candy that we all do millie bobby brown's just she's just not joking this day well leg over the ego Har har har! <laughs> Somebody, I'm surprised that we haven't seen more of, and because I thought he did a great job in Stranger Things, was um, the he was kind of the older guy with the really thick black hair. Um, I can't remember his name in the show right now, but he was kind of like the he was in a relationship with the one girl, and then he kind of they broke up, and he it's it's not he's the one I, that he was he's the one that constantly got his like the I crap, only saw the first the, season, the crap so. kicked out of him. Well, when oh, is, shoot. who is the guy with no teeth? Like he has that genetic 
deformity where he doesn't. Oh like yeah, I forget, I forget his name, but I know who you're talking about. Yeah, he uh, he is. He's doing, he's doing. Yeah, thank you. He's doing actually acting still. He's uh, he just got done not too long ago uh, with an Amazon uh, movie that he did. Uh, and he still he well, he still looks like a young little kid. Still. I remember he used to wear that Hellfire Club shirt in like the newest season of uh, Stranger Things. But Which it's kind of funny because they got that from a, a, a cult organization from like the 1800s. But then in like the 1990s. There was a, a band called the Electric Hellfire Club. So, which is funny because there's also in Marvel there is a group called the Hellfire Club. Oh, which, right, which right, that's, yes. that, and that's why I said it goes back to the Bad Bunny thing because there is also a female that's named Bad Bunny. Now I don't All know comes if, full circle. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know if he actually copywritten his name. <laughs> Just to tell you, because I don't know, like I said, that's why I know I know he is a he, because I saw him on Bullet uh, Bullet Train, like Dale had said, and it, it was a very good movie, so go so, check that out. So, so the guy that I was talking about uh, is Joseph Keery, K-E-E-R-Y, and yeah. um, he played... Uh, what was his name in the in the movie? Or Steve? He played Steve in the in the show Stranger Things, but I thought that he did a fantastic job acting oh, yeah. in that. Stranger so, Stranger Things was is it, I'm going to say this is a really binge watching worthy show. It is a very good show. The, I, the, the only reason that Stranger Things made such an impact is because of just like Donnie Darko and all these other ones. Yeah, they're hidden on the 80s. Yeah, people yeah, love watching movies oh, that are yeah. that take place in the 80s. Oh yeah, and if you grew up like you know, now I'm not an 80s kid. I'm a 90s kid, but if you grew up with Steven Spielberg and, of course, Stephen King and many other great ones uh, back in the 80s. John Carpenter. Exactly. Then you will love this show. So, like, and like Paul said, everybody loves the 80s. Even if they say, oh, well, it's just, it's such a lame style. The music was kick-ass. The style could, <laughs> could be a little bit wow, but, you know, everything Zubas. was so kick-ass. No, Zubas. I remember Zubas in the 90s. Oh, gosh. So, Victor, I understand you got another uh, note about another uh, uh, Act- actress getting kicked off of a project here. Yes, and of course, you all should... I don't know if you all know this name, but a lot of kids like myself should know this name because she made my, as well as hopefully everybody else's childhood uh, from the 90s to the early 2000s. Miss uh, Tara Strong has come under fire, uh, of course, for her little uh, comments about the Israel th- uh, thing. So apparently, uh, long story short, so apparently uh, there was a tweet about this whole Israel war thing, and of course she looked at like half of the, you know, paragraph and she thought one part was funny. And so of course, you know, you didn't think, oh, you thought one part was funny, you didn't read the whole thing, move on. But no, everybody on social media just was lit on a firestorm, like carrying their torches and pitchforks at this woman and literally just crucifying her to no end. And apparently, so she was starting a show uh, and she started a kick me, uh, kickstart uh, fun uh, for her new show. Unfortunately, uh, the show that she created, she got booted off and which meant fired completely from her show uh, because of this whole little thing that she had uh, said about, you know, the Israel thing. And so it was just grossly un- I just think that's Can so I terrible. say something really quick? Go ahead, man, cuz this is just terrible. I don't there, know. There there did you did anyone hear about the list of like all the all the stars that wrote to Joe Biden? I did hear about that. And I, it's I, like, you know, they're not going to listen to a bunch of Hollywood people because they think, you know, like these people think that we're like the scum. 
I think it's just because Hollywood right now, <laughs> I think Hollywood period, has literally changed a lot of people's perspective on things. So like, for example, um, where it used to be where it was actually about the movies, it's now about politics. what did you, well, well, not even just politics. Like, for example, even Johnny Depp had said this many years ago, and I totally agree with him. It used to be where you talked about movies. And you talked about the art of everything. Now it's about what did you have for breakfast? Who are you dating? They, they all think Who, that they're influence, in, yeah, influencers. Yeah, and, exactly. And, and you know, well, their, their opinion matters about as much as this little thing that I could just throw exa- in the garbage. Exactly. And like Ricky Gervais said during, during his speech, nobody cares. Take your speeches, talk about them, then get off yeah. the stage. <laughs> That's why the music plays every time you make your Oscar and not your speech. Yeah. They want you to get off so they can move on with the well, next event. Well, you know, <laughs> some people think that the, the Western philosophy is, is wrong. I don't think that the Western philosophy, excuse me, is wrong. I think that many people abuse it like everything else in the world. So honestly, this is what has happened that everybody says, when everyone says I want, they don't understand what a want is. A need, everyone needs something, but everyone doesn't, when everyone says, oh, I want something. Well, when you want something, what's it going to do? Is it going to benefit you? Is it going to do anything? No. Everybody just wants, and then they take advantage of it, and then it stops becoming fun for everybody else. Well, they, so I well, got one last thing to say on this. Everything is just so commercial. No. Yeah. Well, I'm sure we could d- dive deep into that for a whole hour, but we got another news item. Sorry yeah, one more. That. Oh, yes. no, it's all good. I, I was trying to think of good segues, but no, uh, we got, we got one more news item from you, Victor. Yes, and speaking of which, uh, of course, if any of you ever, you know, because this is also uh, a big one, because we not only a long, long time ago celebrate the 50th anniversary of the genre of hip-hop. And of course, one of those members, the legendary member himself, Mr. Andre 3000, uh, who is half of the band, Outkast, uh, explains why he is not in hip-hop and why he doesn't want to rap anymore, which is really sad because he's a very good musician and producer. Um, He had said that hip-hop, as he had said, was... First off, the word hip hop is you got to be hip. And because, you know, hip hop is so different now and it's so diverse, he says that, you know, and he's getting to be quite up there in age. And he's like, "Ah, I don't think, you know, I don't fit into the trends now, you know. And not to say that hip hop is dead because it's not, but, you know, there's so new trends. And when I came in there with Big Boy and them, it was it was actually about just. Flashy. You mean you mean when they made good music? Exactly, and you and know so he, doesn't, the, he doesn't want to be mixed in with all the crap. Yeah, exactly. That is out now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just like Eminem and the rest of them, they are going to stick to what they know because the new trends. Like, and and I can't believe this is even a, a genre because I don't count this as a genre. So it's. What is it? Mumble rap? That yeah. that crap is just that. I don't understand what that is. I, but sh- I, I, could I see. We, I'm sorry. I just want to make, interject this. I see, we have a comment in the chat from another GFB host, Mr. Monty from the Sports Show, yeah. Sports Highway. He's saying Bad Bunny. The dude has the name trademarked. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm just making sure because there's another person. Because I told Dale, there's another person named Bad Bunny. So I didn't know if he had a copyright or not. Well, you, so I just oh, go ahead. You're talking about hip hop. I'm still down with the insane clowns, so. though. So uh, I, I just watched the uh, the movie with uh, Ice Cube's son, uh, the one about straight Ender. out of Compton. Straight yeah. out of Compton, oh. very good movie. And, and you know, I mean, you, you watch that and you see back then, you know, yeah. they they were making a statement and yeah. they were they were talking about things going on in life. And then you know, like now yeah. with the mumble rap yeah. and like nobody has like a vision or yeah. says anything of like any type of relevance other than 
you know, effing bitches and, yeah. you know, and whatever, and drip, drip, yeah. you know, what, it's like, yeah. what, what are you guys it's even talking about? It's sexualized now, too. Yeah. Now, but mind you, I mean, back then, it was, hip-hop was that, too. But see, the, as Paul had said, it was not only about, you know, getting women and clothes and tr- proving how better than you are than everybody else, but it was also about making a statement. So when NWA came out at that time, which was straight out of Compton, that album kicked everybody's ass out of the water. They were, you know, they brought guns into their studio. Their producer was like, Wasn't that the, the first CD that was responsible yeah. for the yeah. explicit lyrics? Yeah, because yeah, they took it to Congress and they had to argue with these people about freedom of speech and all this other stuff. And they told these people, out right we should be able to express ourselves like everybody else i like does. body count personally ice tea oh yeah that, and see stuff like that now the, you you can't claim to be a gang those guys were actual gangsters like snoop dogg ice cube all of them they were real gangsters now these no, kids they who, were, yeah no they they weren't gangsters they just grew up in an environment with gangsters. No, they were right. actual gang. Like so, uh, what was it? Snoop Dogg was a part of the Crips at the, and he was at that time in his teen years. Now he got out of it uh, because uh, during his. Uh, court case where he actually was framed for killing a man uh luckily he got off that and then he said well i i can't deal with this no more because after two uh tupac and them died you know they chose a family friendly image more i didn't i mean i grew up with it and i didn't realize that ice cube actually wrote like the majority of the lyrics for nwa you know so that, that that it was going to be like one of my little quick takes at the end of the show here, but we'll just get it out of the way now. So, yeah, uh, if you haven't seen it, go 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 Please. watch it because, I mean, it's 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 awesome. It's, it's awesome, it, and it's, it's really hard. interesting. I'm not, I'm not it's really I'm not interesting. A, I'm not super. I mean, I, I have a few hip hop rap tunes in my playlist, but I'm not like super big into, into the whole hip hop and rap scene. But I, even just kind of being an outsider to that genre, I, I absolutely loved it. And you know, I mean, their their number one hit, you know. Uh, you know, F the police, yep. which police. Ev- and everybody's, you know, right now with the FBI going yeah. after school board yeah. people and Bob, you know, so they, they set the stage yeah. for, you know, this government overreach and yeah. this police state that we're, that we're getting into. Yeah. You yeah. know, I mean, do you think that they would have even, they would have got, they would have got crucified if they would have put that out in China. Well, oh, I, like, yeah. I liked uh, straight out of Compton. Movie that was a really good movie. Since we're talking about movies, oh okay. yeah, oh yeah, that's kind of like what we're referring referring to that. Like, yeah, it was a great movie. Yeah, but, uh, but like I said, it's hip hop has uh, like everything. It's changed so much, and it used to be it means something. Like when I was a kid, hip hop did mean something. Now I just feel that, like Paul, like it don't mean nothing now. It's just well, a bunch of kids trying to be tough when really they aren't tough. It's nothing. So. Well, one thing I know that kids do love, they are the delicious treats at oh for heaven's cakes oh, in yeah. the grand cities mall where there's nothing better than treating yourself to some good homemade baked goods and you can see in the picture behind me they got all the season's halloween treats and Ooh, cookies all in good. stock don't they wizard yes they Wh- do. wizard is curious about the tasty treats at oh for heaven's cakes again they have the best cupcakes and treats and cakes for any special occasion or just a treat i know i just got a birthday cake from there for my dad a couple of weeks ago we just absolutely devoured it walk in to find out so much more about what else they have going on uh, you will not want to leave. They are located on the north back side of the Grand Cities Mall, and they're open Tuesdays through Friday from 10 to 4, and on Saturdays from 9 to noon. Give them a call, 701-757-2253, or email 
O for Heaven's Cakes at Yahoo.com. Be a beautiful cupcake in a world full of muffins. That's O for Heaven's Cakes in the Grand Cities Mall. What? Wait, you're talking about world of muffins? World of muffins. Wizard wants a muffin. But I don't think it's going to go anywhere if he eats it. <laughs> Well, he's, he, what would be the wizard's go-to muffin? He's, he's all about a brand, good old-fashioned brand muffin, right? No, he's a booberry. Booberry. Oh, I got gotcha. you. <laughs> uh, I'll give you the buzzer for that one. <laughs> no, no, of good course. stuff. Good stuff. Well, to kick off our reviews for the show, we all kind of got a review for it, uh, for today's show. Paul, I know you said I've been, this been, has been on my to-see list for a while. I've been wanting to see it, kind of an alternate take on World War II films. So it's called Sisu, and the IMDb synopsis for it is, when an ex-soldier who discovers gold in the Lapland wilderness tries to take the loot into the city, Nazi soldiers, led by a brutal SS officer, battle him. Which yeah, is a huge so it, it kept popping up like on my feed, and I was like, what is this movie? Mm. And all, you know, I wasn't going to pay $20 for it. Mm. And then it came out on, uh, I can't remember which streaming platform. Oh, uh, I got you. Uh, but so I was just like, okay, I'll check it out. Because mm. apparently it had a lot of good reviews. Yeah. And it was not anything that I expected it yeah. to be. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it, it ended up being, so Sisu, you know, because everybody's wondering like, the name, yeah. which is so apparently the name, uh, oh, what was it? It it was a, a terminology for like somebody that was just like a total badass, yeah. And I think Germany, yeah. And so this guy, he's just out there, he's looking for gold, mm. and then you know there are Nazis, yeah. And so these Nazis roll up and and they try to take his gold because like this is the end of the war and they know that they're losing and yeah. so they're thinking that if they have this gold they can you know get away and and start a life so they're trying to take this gold from this guy but he's like this ultimate badass yeah. ex-general that nobody would expect to run into oh, and it, it it just it, it starts out like okay so this is kind of like a like a world war ii documentary mm. and then just go fulls on john wick mode oh, dude. this guy is just like oh. i mean he's He's drag. Uh, I mean, he's holding onto an airplane oh, while it's yeah. taken what? off. I mean, the, the dude, like literally, and like Paul said, the dude took a pickaxe, mind you, ladies and gentlemen, and he's holding on for dear life to this plane. You there saw was, this too, then, Victor? Oh, yeah. I love Sisu. I didn't get to see it in theaters, which I really wanted to see it in theaters, but I saw it, and like Paul said, I was nothing I, like I. Well, expected, you know what? Bro. You know what we got to say about that? Then we're gonna quote another uh, campy movie. Where's me gold? Gold <laughs> leprechaun. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this guy, he, he's like so badass and he wants his gold from them so much. Yeah, I mean, they even, they even, they, they hung him. Uh, and geez. he had like a bullet wound and he found a piece of rebar yep. in the post. Uh, so he used that and stuck his body on it so, uh, he, so he wouldn't get choked yeah. out by hang, hanging himself. So, I mean, this, oh, this guy so, was like, would, Oh yeah, that was the Sisu. It was uh, a guy that would will never give up. No. So like there, and then there's this uh, group of girls that are uh, taken hostage by the Nazis, and one of the girls she knew she knew of him. Yeah. And she's like, "You guys don't even know. Yeah. This this guy, he will not give up no. until you are all eviscerated. Oh yeah. So basically, he's like almost like the angel of death. Oh yeah. Coming was it like for them. Stalag thirteen. 
I see nothing. I hear nothing. <laughs> yeah, basically, like think about uh, as as everyone should know who uh, Dale's a huge fan of the Punisher. This guy's like like the Punisher. He feels no pain, and he is pain tolerant. Pun- yeah, Punish- Punisher is a great mm. comparison to yeah, this guy. Yeah. The, no quit. And, 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 and the one thing I will tell you guys, and this is true to any person, you don't want to mess with a man who has nothing left to lose. You will die at it's his like- hands, whether you whether he dies or you. You die. It's up to you to decide who's gonna die here. And, you know, and the final you. line of the movie, I'm not gonna spoil it because you just gotta watch it. Oh, but yeah. the final line of the movie is just fabulous. Oh, you, know what, you, know what this re- you know what this kind oh, of reminds man. me of? Man. Taken with Liam Neeson. Taken. Oh yeah, that's uh, well, it is and it isn't. It, I, yeah, I would say like Victor said, it's more like. Uh, He's like the Punisher, man. Like the Punisher. Punisher he doesn't or, feel any pain. He, Punisher meets John Wick kind of combination. Yeah, and, and I mean, the the way that they shot this yeah. was just fantastic. Oh, I man. mean, beautiful. This, oh, this is going to be like easily within my top 10 of oh, movies same. that I've seen all year. Same. I, I saw my notes here. Uh, it's streaming on Amazon Prime Video right yeah. now. Yeah, so. yep, that's, okay, yep, yep, that's where I found it. Yep. So it sounds like high seal of approval for this one. You just, yes. get, you just get, like Paul said, you just got to see this. Well, like, I'm oh looking at the Rotten God. Tomatoes critic aggregate, 94% audience, 88%. I saw that I watched the trailer prepping for this, and uh, yeah, I, I put it to my wish list to see. I'll, I'll definitely try and rent it and watch it by the end of the year when we do our top 10 of the year special. This this sounds also, like it's the ultimate. Also, this kind of reminds me, like, I think it was Overlord. Oh, where, yeah. You know, yeah. it starts out as something, and, and then yeah. it, like the movie just completely transforms yeah. into a totally different movie yep. than you were expecting yep. it because of the beginning. <laughs> yep, exactly. I, I like it when movies do that hard twist in the middle. You think it's going to be a comedy when all of a sudden it could all of a sudden be like a big uh, like the, the, the classic example is uh, Quentin Tarantino uh, that he wrote the script and he stars in it uh, that uh, that vampire movie where he's from traveling. Oh, from Dust Dawn. Dawn. Yeah, yeah, you think oh no, kidnapping hostage survivor. Oh no, it's a full-on vampire movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. exactly. You know what that kind of reminds me of? Like we reviewed it I think last year, Dale. Hereditary. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's another good one. You know, this family with their cursed past, and all of a sudden, nope, full on cult, and just very, very deep and creepy supernatural happenings all around. But safe to say, Paul, it sounds like must see by the end of the year for 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 I us still, for our homework. I, <laughs> yes, I definitely. Still, I still can't believe that. Dude. Like I said, Wizard the man was hanging. The man was literally hanging. He then just flung oh. himself, and I was like. Oh, oh my there's god! A, there's a lot of cringe moments in this. I, I was like, "Damn, man!" Is it like the cringe moment from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood when they take the flamethrower after him? <laughs> oh, oh dude, the, dude, that dude, was epic. That as epic as that was. I mean, this. Oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, it's almost hard to to say that Tarantino wasn't like a co-producer of this movie That's because there's so many Tarantino like similarities. Similarities. I mean, all of a sudden, like, and, and you got the, <laughs> these girls that just turn into badasses, yeah. and yeah, what, it's, and if you. <laughs> And if y'all know Tarantino, man, like this is yeah, this has his. Does it have like the, like the lengthy dialogue scenes, dude? Kind of help, uh, kind of paint a picture. Or? Not Wizard in the, likes well, Tarantino. Uh, n- not in the sense that you would think. Okay. Uh, where, where it starts off, like, because he's very good with dialogue, but mm. this is more like I'm going to show you this first and before we get more to of the, the cinematography. Dialogue. And one of yeah. the one of the reasons that um, I like this, so, I'm not a huge fan of the John Wick movies. I'm not going to lie. Fair enough. Um, and the reason why is because this one has something that the John Wick movies don't, Mm-mm. and it's peaceful moments. It's yes. not just 
non-stop yeah. action. Yeah. You wait for yes. the next action. They, they let the movie breathe. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That, yeah. Breathe. That, that's a perfect way to put yeah. it. You know which movie they never let breathe was uh, Clockwork Orange with uh, Mel- Malcolm McDowell. Well, the, it, well, as we know, Stanley Kubrick, <laughs> being the taskmaster he is, you're, you're not going to be able to breathe in his movies. You are going to fully be embraced in that. So, Well, Victor, I believe it's time for us to throw it to you for your weekly. I know you said you had some uh, superhero stuff for quick takes, but do you have any superhero Marvel DC stuff for your regular comic book uh, segment? Yes, I do. And uh, speaking of which, because uh, we made a uh, joke about this uh, uh, for Paul's uh, newborn, of course, if he had a son, he would name it spawn which is a badass name <laughs> and of course and speaking of spawn uh we have had of course jason blum of blumhouse as we all know a great uh production company for horror movies uh he said he is now going to as he says it's going to be an edgy and original movie so i'm really excited. Wait, which film is this again this is the new spawn movie, new spawn that is movie. okay yeah. so they as he says uh jason blum is bringing blumhouse edge to the upcoming spawn film adaptation uh, during press at New York Comic Con in 2023, uh, Blum released that Spawn is currently in development in his ominous production company. Uh, it is going to be edgy, original, and it's going to be the greatest superhero movie ever seen of this time. So I, and of course he would say more, but uh, this is pretty much all he said, uh, not to give anything else away for uh, spoilers here, because my gosh, you guys, if you saw the 90s one, and now the new one is, if it's going to be like the HBO like, series. Are they who, shooting for next year, or are you thinking 2025 what's your gut telling you when this movie's going to be out my gut is going to tell me that it's going to be way like 25 honestly because they're in the uh, early pre-production yeah because they're still doing production still and casting still, yeah they're still doing casting and everything and everything's kind of coming to ho- place ho- hopefully this new spawn movie will be a lot better because uh they they have so much like mythology in the comic books and they really didn't use that mythology per se in the best way in the original Spawn and movie. I guess with we'll John give a Leguizamo. we'll give a quick plug key for your show if you look into the Weird Cinema archives on GFBS or just search uh, GFBS Weird Cinema Spawn. You reviewed the original movie on your show. Yes, which, is, which I still love. Michael Jai Wei. He's such a badass. And I, I like I, John, love I love John Leguizamo as the clown. Yes. Oh did. yeah, he was wonderful. That was just beautiful. The makeup in that movie was just phenomenal. The, the one thing I was kind of upset because Michael Jai White, like mm-hmm. he's so amazing. Like he, he's such an amazing martial artist. Yes. I would have liked to have seen him do some more martial arts in that movie. I would too, but, honestly. But then again, you know, he probably doesn't want to get typecasted like yeah. that. But I do have a question for you because I think it's coming out in like a week. Tank, or is it going to be decent? Oh, the Marvels. Oh, I was hoping. Oh, this, yeah, I that's was coming up in a few weeks or that, so. I was yeah. hoping this question would come up. Um, as I told my friend, I'm going to tell all of you as well. I am not super going to get my hopes up for this movie. Why is because Brie Larson, as much as she is a great actress. She has not been a favorite of many people over the years, especially me, because of what she had said um, about cinema. Now, regardless of what she had said, I think the movie will do fine if she could just keep her big mouth shut throughout the entire production. Not say a word. But at least separating the artist from the art, you think, what do you th- think the movie itself? The movie looks honestly. <laughs> oh, how can I put this? I've just seen um, like previews. Fan, like, it looks like well, the, the, the flop Fantastic Four. 
<laughs> oh, well. Wait, which Fantastic Four? <laughs> you, I the think the you know, flopped I, yeah. one. I think oh, you know, the, I, the one from Fox. Yeah, yeah, oh, no, all, all of them. Oh, the most recent one. <laughs> no, no you, can't, no, you can't count the other two. The, the other one with... Uh, the, the latest one with yeah. Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, yeah. that one, that was, that's not that even... Was, yeah, yeah, that was garbage. That was horrible. The, yeah. No, this... Well, why did, why did Stan Lee put, a, put his... Put himself in the movie then, if it was so horrible. Stanley, okay, so Stanley, th- those those movies he put himself in because again he he created that first family and he loved that. This one he was not even close to involved in, and I don't blame him because that was just god awful. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm not gonna lie, I, I I saw some previews for this one, and I think that it. It's going to be surprisingly entertaining. It it, it, w- it will be entertaining. I'm not going to say it's not going to be entertaining, but I, I will say this. Um, just because, as we all know, Wonder Woman did so fantastic. The, the, the female-led superhero movies, because Wonder Woman was the first to really break the lexicon of everything, now they're trying to do this, and I hope that they don't get their hopes up because not that super, female superhero movies don't make bo- like box office, but if you count the Black Widow and many others, they were just they have such potential to do these characters justice, but they just don't know how to really I work think, it. I, for some reason, I, I love Black Widow, but I know that movie kind of in the greater landscape with critics no. sounds like it was a miss with most critics. So well, the reason had, that I think that this is going to be a roller coaster ride, like entertainment, mm. I, I think the acting is going to suck. Don't get me wrong, but I think the special effects and everything are going to be fantastic. Just because of the, the fact that uh, in this movie, mm. they are going to be going against really, really powerful villains. Mm. So I think it's not, you know, like Black Widow and stuff. You know, you have the action scenes. Mm. It's all going to take place on Earth. And, Mm. you know, but this is going to be like going against, you know, like Thanos, but like 10 of them, you know, and... And I can imagine that being, and and see, I, 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 think, they, I, I think they're going to introduce Galactus. What, what about what about? Ish. They said they were going to introduce him later in the the Marvel universe. Uh, I, they said either in the new Fantastic Four movie or, of course, uh, the new uh, Avengers movie that they were going to do. What about Spider Gwen? Does anyone remember her from the Into the Spider Verse movie? Yes, Spider Gwen. She, she was a pretty powerful female she, superhero. She was, and see the those most female superheroes. And I will give them credit for because they are great heroes. But now, because and let's face it, because uh, as bar as the Barbie movie told us, uh, feminism has really just kind of overlaid the landscape for these guys. So they think, like for example, the Star Wars movie, as we talked about this on many times on the show, you cannot. I, I don't care what you say, Luke Skywalker literally had to train his whole life to be a Jedi. This girl comes out, and I love Daisy Ridley, her character not so much. She literally just out of the blue was a Jedi just like that. I don't think it works that way. Even Harrison Ford told Chewbacca that's not how the Force works. (laughs) Victor, any other comic book notes you got for us Um, this week? Yes, and of course uh, we got to give it to my boy, uh, my two boys here. So they're celebrating, of course, not only the 80th anniversary of Batman, Superman, and of course the Punisher, but they're celebrating 80 years of the Flash. The Flash himself, Mr. Barry Allen, who literally got into an experimental accident and gave Gave him godlike speed abilities. So shout out to Flash. All the that. big milestones are hitting this. We'll give him yeah. a crowd clap for that. They're yeah. literally celebrating all their years, man. And, and DC to Marvel, man, they're really kicking ass. I, I hate there. I hate to say this, but I never really liked the Flash. 
it's okay. You know, we talked oh. about this before. <laughs> love, even, love the CW you, show. You uh, you I've read some Flash over the years, just a few issues here and there. But I, I, I from what I read, I've, I've, I never disliked. I thought he was all right. But uh, very, very amazing character. I was uh, a huge fan of the TV show. The TV show yeah. was kick ass. Mm-hmm. I like, I like Batwoman. I, uh, Gotham Knights was pretty good. I still should have said that. You know, Grant Gustin, being the wonderful yeah. man that he is, should have been cast as Flash. I agree. That very that big agree. Way, that was such a wasted potential. Yep. Uh, any other comic notes, Victor? No, I'll save them for quick takes because, the, like I said, man, there's a lot to go over. There's, right. it's, a lot of has happened over the weekend, you guys. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, yeah, I, I'm going to queue up my, next my review here. I'm going to be talking about a, kind of a trilogy of movies. I watched them all over last weekend here. Uh, they're... It's the Never Hike Alone trilogy. They came out in 2017, 2020, oh, and 2023. Uh, they're called Never Hike Alone, The Never Hike in the Snow, and the one that just released a few weeks ago was is is called Never Hike Alone Two. Oh. And these are all fan films uh, based on the J- uh, Friday the Thirteenth movies, the Jason films, Ooh. and uh, they they kind of use the Jason characters and the Crystal Lake uh, imagery and, and and names, even though they're not Ooh. they officially have no association with that actual films because they're fan films and they're available to watch for free on youtube there's a big disclaimer saying they don't make any money or profit off this so that's why they are able to do this because they're not profiting off this off any way they're just doing it out of love for the series and i heard about these movies a couple years ago and i binged them all over last weekend they're all really short like the first one is only like 50 minutes and then the the second one is like like a half hour like side story and then the, the one that just came out it's the longest and it's only like an hour and like 10 minutes if that well that's that's a typical length for a movie yeah well i'm used to more most movies on the on the minimum scale being like maybe 90 minutes maybe a little less sometimes you'll see some 80 minute movies but like hour 10 50 minutes for a movie that's yeah i mean i've seen longer but yeah Yeah. those are those are the general a lot of a lot of full moon films are about like 60 to 80 minutes Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I'm just. I guess I'm usually used to the minimum being about an hour and a half, or, or maybe eighty. But uh, any, anyways, but yeah. So n- never hike alone. The first one. It kind of follows this YouTube hiker. He's this YouTuber called Kyle. He's kind of on a routine path, and then all of a sudden he decides, you know, like all other horror movies, that he decides to take a shortcut. And uh, there's this no trespassing sign, and eventually he f- he finds his way to the Chris- the remnants of Crystal Lake Campground, and you know, like the first half of the movie is just kind of just him talking to the camera, kind of like a little bit of a Blair Witch vibe though. It's all like, actually during the day, the first part, and he's okay. kind of narrating, doing a little YouTuber esque type commentary, giving found, ad sponsor all, shout outs, all found footage kind of thing, <laughs> yeah, found footage, <laughs> and, uh, and 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 so, but then once he stumbles upon Crystal Lake Campground. In quick order, Jason is on his tail, and it becomes it becomes a cat and mouse chase with this, this camper Kyle and Jason, and and it's just very a lot of GoPro cam shots. It's very interesting cuts there, and yeah, it's again it's real so, real short. <laughs> so this kind of uh, makes me think of the Blair Witch Project. Yeah, I got those vibes too. When it was just like the first half of the movie is just him doing that GoPro cam, just kind of like oh I'm at this path, and then oh I'm, I'm thinking of taking I mean, this shortcut. Yeah, the Blair Witch Project. I mean, that wasn't like a produced movie. I mean, it was just a couple of guys with yeah. a camera, yeah. wasn't it? It was, but there's two, yeah, it was actual, two dudes. There's yeah. actually a cast list yeah. at the end and like a cinematography yeah. list. Well, that well, I remember the time when it came out. A lot of people for that like first month or two when it was out. You know, the internet wasn't as big back then, yeah. so a lot of people were like, "Wait, is this is this?" real lost footage yeah because <laughs> they literally like when you see general fear in those people's eyes yeah, yeah. The, the the two uh guys as paul said they were just two dudes and they were literally scaring the crap out of these people every night yeah. and they were just 
keeping them like they didn't feed these people they were keeping them so, hungry so yeah it, so it was I, I definitely got vibes of that and it was it's just a fun uh, it turns it's like a tradition it's just it's a very very just like short scope film because it's just pretty much just actor uh kyle and then the person playing jason cat and mouse chase and then there's a fun little segment at the end where they're kind of in the grand final chase you think he's going to get whisked away to rescue with these emts getting him and there's this this one emt driver at the end and it kind of has an encounter with jason at the end and you think it's just nothing throwaway encounter at the end just kind of close off this movie before they put an end cap on the story with kyle but this this what seems like a just throwaway uh, EMT driver, uh, the actor Tommy Jarvis, I believe I got here. Uh, the, that's the act, the or the character's name, uh, yeah. and uh, he ends up being like the main character in the second and third movies. <laughs> yeah, Tommy Tom, so Tommy Jarvis was really big. He killed Jason, and I think believe number three, but he came mm-hmm. back for both uh, sequels four and five, I mm. believe. Mm. So yeah, so yeah, they they actually they. they Make some of the characters from the actual Friday the Thirteenth movies makes cameos in the later well, films. I like I like these films that are like this that bring the canon of in the mythology mm. of the actual films into it rather than making their own stuff up. Same, yeah. So like, yeah, the second movie, Never Hike in the Snow, is like where they kind of they they have the EMT driver and he's like all just like. At, he has this feud with the sheriff where he's trying to tell everyone Jason's back. The folklore's real, and like because they're recognizing the old movies, but everyone's just brushing it off as like old wise tales and just just like don't don't buy into it's it. It's a death curse. Yes, yes, and so he has this feud with the local sheriff, and another kid has gone missing, and and then you kind of have this mom grieving over her lost son, and she kind of ties into the EMT driver. And it's a short half hour side story, and is it's. it's quick to get through it's probably like the weakest of the three because it's only a half hour doesn't do a whole lot but the one that just came out never hike alone two it kind of ties all the films together because it brings in all the actors from the first two films and that tommy jarvis is still feuding with the sheriff and uh that all of a sudden it kind of has a little bit more of a grander scope this jason uh they they try they they decide jason has the superpowers supernatural powers because some of the films have kind of brushed with that before very much and they decide that the only way to kill jason once and for all is to find his mom's beheaded uh head and uh and destroy it because uh, the 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 kyle the hiker kyle says it's the source of all his powers so is it like the horcruxes in uh in harry potter then if you destroy them you destroy voldemort in in a in a way kind of uh but then again you can't i mean even if because they did that in the first the first one technically because well, actually no not the first yeah technically the first one because in in the Jason movies, he, yeah, this woman who looked like his mother took, uh, she's like, that's right, Jason, come to mom. And then, of course, she hacked him. And, of course, he was wearing a sack on his head. He wasn't wearing his hockey mask just yet, everybody. But then, yeah, it was kind of weird because she was the killer in the first yeah, one. She, and then, a yeah. Lot of, yeah, people forget that. Uh, the, the real killer in the first Friday, was, the 13th movie, was his mom. Yeah, yeah. Which, which she should have continued on where he left off, I guess, because she was really the one that was bad that her son had died. So. But... Yeah, overall, I'd say all these three movies are just fun, quick watches. The second one you could kind of skip, but I think it's it's just a half hour. You could pro- probably worth it to, to tie all the stories together in the new one, Never Hikes Alone Two. Uh, the, the last, this newest movie has a fun hospital raid act where just Jason goes bonkers in a hospital, and it, it's I thought they captured the the cheesy, over the top '80s special effects with all the blood splatters and stuff like that. So if you're into that '80s over the top gore, this movie has it in spades. Well, I miss it. Yeah, <laughs> to- Icky approves. Is it any reminiscent of? the uh, hospital scene in halloween 2 
Um, yeah, kind of. Well, not well. This is a fan indie film, so they don't have the same budget. But it is shot in 4K, and they do have surprisingly good uh, production values. Values considering it's a free film on YouTube, uh. I would say. So take that and keep that in mind. I, all three movies are probably shorter than your average Quentin Tarantino film combined. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like maybe a t- little over two hours. All three film uh, film lengths t- uh, combined there. But yeah, I gotta recommend you a dialogue. <laughs> You, you can find all three films on YouTube. Just, yeah, Never Hike Alone, 1 and 2, and Never Hike in the Snow. So, yeah, recommendation. Just that if, if you're into that kind of 80s over-the-top gore, check out all three. So, um, hey, quick question for the table. Favorite Jason or Friday the 13th movie? Oh, that's hard. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with, of course, and I know this is cliche, but I love cliche. Uh, of course, Freddy versus Jason. Oh, no. yeah. I love that was a it. cinematic event. I remember that being huge at the time. Yes. And lame oh, ending. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. Such a lame ending. But, but you know, I love... Appropriate in the same way. I, I love the fact that those two got to take on one of each other. Just because I, I love the fact that he just taunts him all Well, the you time. know what they should do? They should do Jason versus Freddy versus Michael versus Chucky. Oh. Big old battle royal. Ch- 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 I'm sorry. Chucky wouldn't stand a chance against I- any of them. Icky, you got a favorite Jason movie? My favorite Jason movie, Jason Goes to Hell, even though Jason is in the movie for, like, maybe five minutes. <laughs> Paul? Hellraiser. 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 Hell yeah. uh, how is Hellraiser? Hmm? That's, that's not a Jason movie. I know. I, I know. <laughs> hey, and, and, but that's my vote. That's, that's, that's Paul's <laughs> vote. Are, are, are you stealing my, my, my review, then? Honestly, I might just get because I, I love Jason, but, yeah, Hellraiser. I loved Hellraiser growing up, dude. Literally, you just see this dude. He's got spikes all over his face. He's like, we will tear your soul apart. You I guess speaking, sound like Doug Bradley when you said that. I guess speaking <laughs> of things we love and speaking of souls, we want to give some love to our friends at Churchill Shoes. Yeah. Oh, I see what you did there with yeah. the, like, the yep, soul of the a shoe. Soul. We we love them. We're located down the hall from us in the Grand Cities Mall. Here's some fine sales, some awesome promotion going on at Churchill Shoes right now. October is SAS month at Churchill Shoes in the Grand Cities Mall. Churchill Shoes is in their new location, and all SAS shoes are on sale all October long. Churchill Shoes has been in business for over 65 years and know what the best shoes are for your comfort and well-being. It's SAS Shoes. Churchill Shoes can cater to all your footwear needs, whether men's or women's shoes, from slim to triple wide. Open Monday through Friday from 9 to 5 and Saturdays from 9 to 3. Call 701-772-8256 or go online at churchillshoesnd.com. SAS Shoes, your feet will be glad you got them at Churchill Shoes in the Grand Cities Mall. All right, we are back with our spooky movie special 2023 edition. We love spooky movie season yeah, here in GFBS. Wizard loves a spooky movie. That's right. Speaking of Icky's and the Wizard's favorite spooky movies, it's time to throw it to Icky. You got two reviews on in store for us. The well, one based off the Chucky TV show that oh. came out in 2021. I think they did a few seasons and uh, a 1996. I believe it was straight to video. It was straight to video. Pinocchio's Revenge. I had no idea about this uh, until you brought it up, and I looked up a trailer. I'm curious to see what you have to say about both. I know about uh, which one would you like to cover first? Doesn't matter. What what one do you think? in my notes, I got you. I just I just picked Chucky for whatever reason. Do you want to start with Chucky? I'll start with Chucky, and I believe that was on a major cable. You can find, USA uh, you, and Sci-Fi Channel. It's on. It's too evil for two networks. They say yes. too evil for two networks. Oh gosh! So you're or too evil for one network. Too so evil for one network. They use two networks. You big Child's Play fan, then I am a huge Child's Play fan. I am a huge Child's Play fan. Um, I you know 
I realize what he's saying when he when he does that that prayer now because I thought he was saying Adi Dewey, but he's actually saying Adi Wido Dumbala, mm. and that's a, a voodoo thing. Mm. Adi Wido and Dumbala were like married or something like that, and they're like the the creator and the the gods of death, if I remember right, in mm. voodoo. So this Very show true. was like eight or ten episodes. I kind of got for the synopsis. I think it was like ten episodes. They've done. They're working on the third season right now. Don Mancini is back in the helm. He's the one who um, wrote the original Child's Play movies. I got. I kind of looked up. I, I looked up a couple of clips and I, uh, some like the synopsis. I saw the, the Chucky doll turns up as a, at a suburban yard sale to kick off the TV yeah. series. How's that? How does that work for you? I, I thought it was good. But here's the thing I didn't like. I just can't stand Jennifer Tilly. I don't know why. I oh. just can't stand her. I love that woman. I'm so, uh, she, she just... Oh, no, I get it, because I'm the same with um, the Aeros... What's uh, Aerosmith's daughter's name? Um, oh, Liv you Tyler? mean Liv Tyler? Liv Tyler. I can't stand Liv Tyler. I'm like, quit whispering. <laughs> <laughs> like, why? Why are you talking like this? <laughs> she, but even though she does, like, she has that voice, it's just like... You know, what like you're, you're, I know you're your dad so is the the demon of screaming, like literally. But, so why do you have to? Well, you know, you know, it's kind of funny <laughs> because she does the voice of Bonnie from uh, Family Guy too. She does. Oh she yeah, do, she does the voice of Bonnie from Family. So I guess once Chucky turns up in the, at this yard sale, the town goes into disarray soon after, right? Yes, yes, it's Hackensack, New Jersey, actually, which is where uh, where. Uh, Brad Dorf's character from the original Child's Play, Charles Lee Ray, came from. So I got a question for you, because now, uh, now that I'm trying to think back on it, the original Child's Play, I remember, like, he was doing the chant, but he was going to put himself into another body, and then didn't... And how did, it, how did he end up in the doll? I uh, he ended up in the doll at the beginning of Child's Play 1. There's a shootout, because... Brad Dorff's character plays a serial killer, and they're, he's, yeah. the Lakeshore Strangler is what they called him. And they're running down a street and, at night, and he gets shot, and he, 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 like break, he, like, falls through a toy store window. And he goes, he's, like, going, got to find someone, got to find someone, got to find someone. And anyways, the doll pops out of the box... And he puts his soul into the doll then. So there wasn't another person in there that he was originally attempting to... Because I thought there was somebody that he was originally attempting to do it, but then that person died, so he had to go into the doll instead. No. But that, that's just maybe me yeah, making no. that up in my head. So are, are there a lot of good callbacks uh, to the previous movies in the two seasons of the show? There's a lot. A lot of, do they show like clips of flashbacks or I, just like I, a lot and, of references? And that's, the, and that's the whole reason that he's going after the kid is because he wants to get out of the doll and get into the little boy, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, here, Which you I know, felt bad for that um, kid. <laughs> that sounded really bad the way I said it, too. <laughs> here, here, here's, here's the thing. I like the first season of Chucky because they like every episode would have like a uh, flashback to when Charles Lee Ray was younger. They didn't do that in the second season. They they, 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 they try to perform an exorcism on Chucky in the second season, and the, the priest just blows up, and, like, just blood everywhere, all over the camera, all over the room. Just didn't work for you? No. No, no. I liked when the priest blew up. Oh, okay, but everything leading up to it, not so much. Uh, well, you know, they're in this house, they're this religious home for, like, wayward children and things like that. 
You know, you don't see voodoo in a lot in, in really anything anymore. And yeah. voodoo is like so cool. Like I thought it was really, really awesome how they portrayed voodoo in uh, Constantine. Yeah, yeah, voodoo, voodoo is very cool, and I love, like Paul, I loved when they oh, did in Constantine. That, well, here's the thing, you know, there's a lot of misconceptions about voodoo, though, well, like any other religion. Icky, well, this is actually a, practice, this is actually man. a good preview for the movie you'll be covering on your show this Friday. It actually, deals with covering voodoo, but it's, it's but maybe not in a way you agree with. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what, what movie are you covering this Friday? Uh, Killjoy two. Killjoy Ooh. two. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, I, I just saw the picture for it, and I was like, what the heck is he putting? Yeah, doing this time. Speaking of crazy killer clowns, yeah, I'm looking for it. People can tune in this Friday at 9 p.m. or anytime afterwards to watch it on demand. Anytime afterwards, there, so it's gonna be cool. So, uh, what else about the, these two seasons of Chucky? Anything else that you want to make sure to it say? Was how just it, good, right? you know. I liked I liked how they did the mythology behind Charles Lee Ray, but uh, I forget her name. Um, she played Nika. I think it's Sophia Dora or something like that. Mm-hmm. And. She looks like, like from the nose up, she looks exactly like her dad. And because Brad Dorif was older when this sh- was made, he didn't look like, you know, like he did in uh, the originals. In the originals. So they put makeup on her to make her bottom part of her face look like her dad's face. A little trickery. Yes. Oh, wow. So, can, so you think this is some good recommendation, Halloween viewing? I would, I would, and in the third season, as I said, is out now. It's playing on USA and Sci-Fi. Um, and just I think started it's like recently. Four or five episodes in. Okay, very cool. So, how about the other, uh, the straight-to-video movie you're coming from, 1996? A trailer for this looked very interesting. Pinocchio's Revenge, and I got for the synopsis for this is a suburban defense lawyer mistakenly gives her troubled daughter Zoe. A wooden puppet belonging to a deceased serial killer. The toy fills the void of friendship in Zoe's life, but Zoe begins to act increasingly strange and violent. <laughs> I love this movie. This I love this movie, but I got to say one thing about it. I think I can only watch it once. Just one of those one and dones? I, 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 I love this movie. It's the scariest movie I've ever seen. And really? I've seen well, a like, lot of like legit movies. scares, not like campy, over the top. No, silly there's stuff. no. I don't think there's any like one liners oh, okay. or anything like that. The, the preview made it look kind of, gave me that impression because it kind of it shows the daughter getting kind of gradually uh, evolving into more and more sinister, kind of like the Exorcist from the seventies, like more and more creepy throughout the film. Yeah, yeah. The, would, how would you say they captured that really good? Got really they, intense. They did really capture it. Um, if I may say something. Uh, there was a, a scene in the new Goosebumps movie, Goosebumps 2, that came out a few years back, where goosebumps. they uh, like trip a guy on a bike. But that's going back to Pinocchio's Revenge, because there's there's one where her bully's chasing her on a bike, and Pinocchio, you don't see it, but he pushes her into, pushes the bully into a bus. Jesus. That Pinocchio up to no good. Yes. How, how do you like the portrayal of Pinocchio in this? Uh, he had strings originally in the movie, and then he goes, well, I'm not going to hurt anyone. He's, like, manipulating her, you know. Either, either it's her hallucination or is the doll really possessed? That's the question you ask in this movie. She cuts the strings off, and basically that gives him free reign, you know. Ooh. And she she goes, well, we, we, we got a, a grasshopper as his conscience, and she goes upstairs, and the grasshopper's dead. Oh no! Everything starts to come together. Wait a second. This Pinocchio is something's amiss. Well, you know, and and whenever like something, I thought the it Pinoc- was. Whenever oh, wasn't the, it a cricket? What, no, uh, it was a cricket. 
Yeah, because that's his name, right? Cricket. Yeah, G- yeah Jiminy Cricket. Yeah, Jiminy Cricket. Jiminy Cricket. Yeah. Okay. Well, there, there's there's like a scene where, the where the mother's fighting with the Pinocchio doll, and she throws the Pinocchio doll through a table, and then it like shows it's her daughter laying on you know where the table was. Oh. You know, and, and, and I heard Vern Troyer actually did Pinocchio, but there was a guy. I'm I guys put this in here really quick though. In hindsight, watching Pinocchio, Jiminy Cricket. Does definitely look more like a grasshopper. Oh kinda, yeah, no, crickets are nice. like pure black. Yeah, yeah, pure black, just yeah. pure black. But yeah, he does look like a really like green. He's yeah, he's really green. green, like a lively, happy-go-lucky yeah, so grasshopper. Yeah, so it's like, is he really a? Yeah, but there was, there was. I suppose a, Jiminy Grasshopper doesn't really roll off the tongue. Doesn't yeah. have a good ring to it. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's gonna you know catch on. Anyway, sorry to cut you off. I think the guy who did the voice of Pinocchio was a guy by the name of Dick Beals. Um, I think I got his name in here. Uh, Did you say Dick Balls? Dick Beals. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Jesus. Um, but, uh, you know, um, originally the idea for this script was originally what the original Child's Play was supposed to be more like reading up more on this film. But so, you got me interested. I might have to watch this because if you say this is the scariest movie that you've seen, and you've I, seen a lot, uh, a, a wide spectrum of scary yeah. and weird stuff. Yes. And so this is, we, you would say, easily a top three most scariest it's a, film. It's called a psychological paranormal slasher for some reason. Hmm. I'm going to have to look this up and uh, see if it's on any streaming services here. Because, yeah. like we never, and like Paul said, and it's very true, I agree as well, you don't get to see many like voodoo at, in <laughs> movies. And I think just because the practice is. Is pretty crazy, man. Well, the it's... voodoo was child's play, not this one. Well, I know, but like it's it's funny because, like you said, you don't get to see many voodoo, and I know it's not in the movie, but just in general, you don't get to see voodoo in a lot of things, just because the practice I hear is is nothing to screw around with. So it's very but, not a good thing. Icky sounds like Chucky the TV series and Pinocchio's Revenge, both high recommendations. Both high recommendations, and I can say one thing. I guess I was on kind of a killer doll kick with when I picked out these. Food I was I was going to point that out, but I didn't want to put you on spot. <laughs> uh Oh, wait a second! The, the wizard is giving it. you the evil eyes. <laughs> he's up. He's starting to. You might be the movies you're watching. Maybe be yeah, starting to. He's not going to come to life, is he? It's his, fa- it's his. These are his favorite movies because it has puppets in them. <laughs> wizard, are you up to no good now? Yes, <laughs> I will eat your souls. Well, today on Weird Cinema, Icky mysteriously disappeared, folks. <laughs> oh, wait, here's a wizard. He has some things to say. No. <laughs> oh, good stuff. Oh, I love it, man. Absolutely. I'm curious to see if, you know, we'll see if if the wizard will wind up getting buried. But speaking of buried, Paul has a cover on... Uh, he has some thoughts on the new movie from this year called The Burial. <laughs> yes. uh, directed by Maggie Betts, uh, who also directed The Carrier. And nice two big leads in here, Jamie Foxx and Tommy, Tommy Lee. Lee Jones. Tommy, Tommy Lee Jones, Jones. really? Yeah. That sounds awesome. Still still cracking it all these years later. Yep. Heck yeah. So the synopsis for this is, inspired by true events, a lawyer helps a funeral homeowner save his family business from a corporate behemoth exposing a complex web of race, power, and injustice. Are we talking yeah. about behemoth, the port, the band from Poland? <laughs> no, no sir. <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't, you know, I didn't know anything about this, but, and I don't even think this hit theaters. Um, no, it was just a streaming yeah. movie. But, you know, you see Tommy Lee Jones and Jamie Foxx, how yeah, can you go wrong? Exactly. And who doesn't like a good courtroom? Oh, yeah. Courtroom drama. Yeah, yeah you know. There was a courtroom drama that I can can never watch. I've seen it like twice, and I can't watch it anymore. It was Philadelphia? 
Still, oh, great, still, yeah. s- still a great movie. A great two, movie. We'd rather just avoid that one, though. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, regardless of the subject matter, still yeah. two of the, the one of the greatest movies you'll ever see. Yeah. But yeah. that's another story for another day. Sorry about yeah, but this, this one is supposedly based off a true story, also. And uh, so Jamie Fox, he's kind of like a a lawyer that hasn't lost a case. You know, the razzle dazzle. Uh, Johnny Cock, he wants to be like Johnny Cochran, yeah, you know, from the, from the, you know, obviously the OJ Simpson case. And so this funeral director hires him because he sees kind of his track record. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's going against this guy that is, I think, trying to buy up all of the funerals yeah. uh, around the his city or, or something. And, yeah. and, and what he's doing is he's buying up all the ones that are like in poverty. So he's yeah. basically going after the black community. Yeah. And so he hires Jamie Foxx yeah. because he wants a black attorney. Yeah. And the two of them, they, they get this really good relationship together and they take down this, you know, guy that's like trying to create a monopoly basically. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's just a fun movie to watch. Uh, you know, the, both of them have great acting in it. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, there's reason it didn't go to theaters, mm. you know, but it is still an entertaining watch. Yeah. And I think this was another one I saw. It was on Prime Video, you said you saw it on? I believe so. How was, yeah, uh, how it was, was on Prime uh, Video. Yeah, it's on Prime Video. <laughs> how was uh, um, Kay from Men in Black in this? <laughs> uh, sh- well, funny Tommy thing. Lee Jones. Funny, funny thing is, like, Seeing this movie, it's it's so like like Paul said, it's such great acting because again, he, Jamie Fox is is so charismatic. Oh, but yeah. then like huge presence. Acting, but like Tommy Lee Jones, his his acting is just like not only is it solid, but it, when you match, it's like like uh you know Iggy had said about like Men in Black because you have Will Smith and he's so charismatic, but then you have Tommy Lee Jones, he's such a serious man. He doesn't play any funny roles or anything like that. Well, I mean, besides his, his, his comedy, his comedy is in staleness. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> dry <laughs> comedy. Yeah, yeah, very dry comedy. And like I said, he's a very serious man in life, in real life as well as in his characters. Well, so to play a charismatic person against him is kind of like. Very, very well, interesting. Why did he play Two Face then in that Batman movie if he doesn't play humorous characters? To be fair, yeah. he was terrible to, in that movie. The, I know the, he was. That's what I'm talking the, about. The, the only, the only reason he did went crazier in that movie is because Jim Carrey. I, Jim Carrey is just, as we all know, he's the goat. But ha- however, because Tommy Lee Jones wanted to be the star of that movie, he had to match his craziness, and he had to go. I think bigger. Joel Schumacher directed them to go up to tune it up to like thirteen. Well, for no, each no, on their... no. So what he was trying to take it from a serious standpoint, and because Jim Carrey was coming up at that time, he didn't want to be overshadowed by Jim Carrey, you know, Jim Carrey buffoonery. So he tried to go even more crazier, and then and the movie was done he literally saw him at a dinner he literally gave he's like hey how's it going and he ignored him and then he literally shook his hand and said i cannot sanction your buffoonery and he literally was like i don't know why he hated me so oh, much but, <laughs> yeah, no, uh, like, I, I guess we should probably swing it back to focus on the yeah, burial to, here yeah, so. just to tell you <laughs> so yeah i mean what I, what a, what a what a great team together because Jamie Foxx is so charismatic. Yeah, I mean, he's so the over book. the top, and Tommy Lee Jones is so dull. He's so yeah. dry. Yeah, he is. That, I mean, this was perfect. And, I mean, Tommy Lee Jones playing a funeral director, I mean, perfect cast. Yeah. And Jamie Foxx playing somebody like John Cochran. Yeah. Perfect cast. Oh, like, yeah. So, you know, I mean, 
the uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The 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 pairing of these yeah. two in yeah. this movie. Yeah, that's where it just over. worked out perfect. Oh, very and, much and, so. Like I said, I mean, you know, everybody likes watching a court case to oh, see yeah. how it's going to pan out and yeah. all this kind of stuff. There has to be a yin to the yang, though. You know, yeah. oh, they're, yeah. they're opposites attract. Yeah. Kind of, well, that's kind of like how it was with uh, Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones in the Men in Black movies. Yeah, like these two are said, yeah. so big opposites. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that it sounds like they nailed the formula again. Yep. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, this sounds good. I'd like to see this. I, I, it's, I, it's I have an good. interest in embalming. It's very good. Like literally, it's it's like watching Men in Black, but it, from a court uh, procedure kind of standpoint. Is it pretty serious then, or? It, it, it is. That, that, so that's that's the whole point of it. It's like you got the serious There's, part. Yeah. And then you have. Yeah. The the entertaining comical part yeah. with with Jamie Foxx. Yeah. So it goes back and forth and yeah, I mean it's it's just a good watch. Yeah. You know, it's it's just you know, one of those movies is lighthearted. You don't have to deal with a bunch, you know, it's yeah. it's not like you have to be like super hyper focused in on yeah. the movie, you, you know. This would be a good one to watch around kids then if you have kids. Yeah, no, they they yeah. get bored, but yeah, I like to so my guilty thing about watching these movies i brought it up on a lot of shows this is a really good one to fold laundry to yes good background (laughs) good background viewing yes yes multitasking (laughs) seal of approval yes so then this one's exclusively on streaming or at least exclusively uh streaming on prime for now yes you can find it on your uh, local amazon of course purchase uh now you don't have to spend a whole bunch of money on it. Like I said, if you want to rent it, you know, do the rental, but you don't have to spend extra money on that. So just to tell you all. So. All right. So uh, that is the burial then. More to come here on big screens and TV streams. But first, we've got to make sure to give a shout out to our friends at the River Cinema 15 and the Shire Bar and Grill. Yeah. Make them both your next dinner and a movie destination, especially with Halloween coming right up. Great time of the year to check them out. They're both located in the River Mall in East Grand Forks. Either dine inside the movie memorabilia packed restaurant, the Shire, or take your meal to go to the movie you're attending. Some of this week's featured attractions, we have The Exorcist Believer, Dumb Money, Saw X, The Creator, and Killers of the Flower Moon. You can find the complete showtimes and listings online at rivercinema15.com. Don't forget about the Tuesday special, $5 movies all day long, or the senior matinee special on Wednesdays and Thursdays of $5.50. River Cinema has luxury recliners and expanded concessions that now serve adult beverages, and it's family-owned and operated by the same company that runs the Grand Theater in Crookston. And for their showtimes, tune it, go to the website morefamilytheaters.com. Always love our friends, the River Cinema 15 and the we, Shire we need, Bar and Grill. Always. We need you to bring us a, a plate of lasagna to our next movie. I, I thought you said the wizard was, was demanding stroganoff, right? Well, he wants lasagna. He's now. changed his mind to lasagna. Yes. Okay. All right. All right. Maybe we'll get him hooked up with a two-for-one special. <laughs> like, uh, speaking of two-for-one specials, that's what Victor usually has for us each each uh, episode with your action figure showcase. Yes. Now, of course, I got to tell you guys, because it was my birthday week, I was just... Thank you very much. I was just very excited to get these amazing gifts because literally this was just oh this was just on my radar. So you I just had you just had your birthday? It yep. Yeah, it was uh, not too long ago actually. Oh, last weekend. Yep, it was last oh week. oh wait oh that's uh, I got a different soundboard queued up. Uh, I will figure this. Uh, no, it should be the right one. Uh, I what was? There we go. Oh, uh, <laughs> happy birthday. <laughs> Oh, I love it. I absolutely Break love it. Break out the kazoos. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Woo! 
Oh, happy belated birthday, Victor. <laughs> Thank you very much, Wizards everyone. Says, oh, happy hey, birthday. Hey, one more for Sophia. Oh, oh yes. Uh, there we go. Sophia, yes. Sophia Jan, yes. 10, 22, Hell yeah. 23. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get one for Sophia. Happy birthdays, yeah. yo. <laughs> so, Victor, action figure showcase. Yes. Looks like you got a very interesting robotic creature. Yes. and It's a mouser. Yes, everyone. If you all know me on this show, as I've expressed it many, many, many times before, I am a huge, huge, phenomenal Ninja <laughs> Turtle fan here at this great studio we have One of the biggest I know. Well, and remember, of, remember when Baxter goes, where's my mouser? Yes. Oh, and, and gosh. We yes. And we can't cannot have Ninja Turtles without having the enemies. And of course, these right here, these bad mama jammas right here. Now you would think, well, these are just normal robots. No, these are not just your normal robots. These are mousers, as Mr. Icky had said. These were created by the evil Baxter Stockman to take over the world with. And he has made colossal many of them. And you can see, you guys, they open their jaws and they let you know that they are here to eat not only mice and mouses and rats and many things smaller than them, but they are just as big with their jaws as anything else. They can clam onto everything. Their, their bodies are just basically just nothing but indestructible little bodies. I mean, as Donatello said, the, the articulation, the mechanics, everything. And I mean, guys, you gotta look at these guys. These guys are amazing. I mean, the jaws on these guys are crazy. I'm, I'm having flashbacks to the Turtles uh, arcade games where you just slash them they would swarm the mouse on you. I just remember them. They would clamp onto uh, Donatello's bow staff yep. there, and he'd be trying to fling them off, uh, just fling them away to no, no, no avail. And you still, and still, it's hard to get those things off. What they lack in strength and everything else, they make up for in numbers, man. And they will take over. Well, this is gonna take. All of Baxter's cunning. Yes, Instead it of is. Some of his cunning. It's gonna take all of Baxter, which I A did lot. like. Tyler Perry. He, I did. I will give him on that. He did do as great director and writer as he is. He did very well in Ninja Turtles, of course. Back to the uh, back to the sewers, of course. And of course, we can't have another action figure review without having the villain himself. That's right. We're talking about the Riddler. Yeah. Speaking of the Riddler from a little bit ago. Yeah, I know. We can't. We can't have it without the. Of course, the mind numbing narcissist himself. I, I, I'm seeing his outfit is messing with yes. our green screen a little bit, yes, which is, is just. I'm sure the Riddler wouldn't want. In any other way? Yes. So he's, as he said, uh, his name is an enigma, as you know, as he likes to put it. So of course, he, of course, like his costume, is an enigma as well. So. Mousers, those are looking like, am I guessing right, NECA design? No, these, no? Are, these are Mondo, actually. These are the first Mondo figures I actually had picked Usually up. Usually I associate Mondo with records. I, yeah. That's what I thought, too. But no, Mondo is a great figure company. They don't really, uh, they're not really... They are known, but they're more under the radar in uh, action figure community. They make great figures. They made a great set of Ninja Turtle figures. Um, they were, like I said, they make relatively figures here and there, but they haven't really popped up on did anyone's you, radar. So. Did you hear that they're re-releasing all the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle toys from the eighties? I oh, did hear. Yeah. I did hear that. And, on, and honestly, they need can, to do that with Transformers. Yes, they, I, I totally agree on that. You need to release all the original Transformers action figures, and hopefully. 
need that Hasbro, now that because they have the licenses to oh. their films and such, they will do that. So. I have to interject with speaking of original Transformers. You know, we reviewed it on Icky's show about a month ago, the 1986 Transformers animated movie. Hell with yeah. And, and you know how much I raved about the soundtrack for that film? I love the soundtrack. They man. just, I, I saw it go up for pre order this past week. I had to put it on a pre order for it. They issued the soundtrack on vinyl. So oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. I, I'm like, I'm just gonna be, listen to you got the touch on repeat all day long. I, no. I, I, speaking of which, I was listening to that at work, and all I could just keep repeating is like, nothing's gonna stand in our way. Oh, yeah. my God. I love that song. You, are you are you gonna do are you gonna do like what they did with Baby Shark with me? Oh, well, are you no, just gonna you got the touch. like re- re- repeat it on like. Uh, loop for about oh, an yeah. hour and a half oh yeah you i totally it. like literally when you have like that soundtrack cannot be denied i mean oh my god i like gosh. dare to be stupid that's the only yeah. song oh, i like on oh, weird l oh but oh, literally god. every time now like you just hear like you got the touch <laughs> and literally i loved it so hey, I, I got a question for you uh going back to the turtles because yes. i swear it was probably one of my favorite toys did they have like a metal shredder that looked i mean he almost looked like uh ultron it was, there was something. I mean, he was just like a, like a, like you know how Colossus looks with all the metal. Yeah, but it was like a ninja shredder? version. It looked, and I, I swear to, I swear it was a Ninja Turtle character. Is it Super Shredder? Maybe not Super Shredder, but this was actually there was a metal one. Um, it was like an aluminum one a little bit. They did make that one, um, but it never sold very well. Oddly enough, um, so, I just yeah. remember it being like one of my favorite toys when I was a little kid. Yeah, they I, used to sell those a uh, long time ago, and I don't, I can't find them anymore. They're very rare. Uh, but they, yeah, he was cloaked in aluminum, and he was just with blades and everything, and they did. Did re-release uh, Super Shredder for Ninja Turtles Two: Secret of the Use, uh, but he was not like the uh, the toy uh, the playmates version of that one but uh oh. yeah so victor it looks like you got one more figure yep. for us here and or two course, more like <laughs> i said i got you know these guys right here now this is that the ambiguously gay duo <laughs> if you <laughs> i knew you were gonna i knew you were gonna freaking say that i knew you were gonna freaking say that <laughs> you all if you all, if y'all don't know what paul and i are laughing about literally it's go check saturday out, night live yeah, go check yeah. out snl because that was when snl was really really funny <laughs> um but yes this is uh, of course and for those of you who are not up to speed on the first Green Lantern. This was the very first ever Green Lantern. His name is Alan Scott, and he was the first Green Lantern. Uh, now, because this is him in his younger years, but unfortunately because he was old and he was not able to continue his crusade, he then was uh, a mentor to the next generation of heroes. And, of course, we gotta give it to my boy, uh, the original Superman. Now, this isn't like your other Superman figures. No, no. This is from Action Comics number one, ladies and gentlemen. As you can see, this guy literally look at him he's got the stoic face this symbol on his chest he oh, was yeah. literally the original s from the action comics number one i s- recognize it now now that you pointed out yeah Te- well technically this isn't the original one this was uh later uh as as comics went on the original one was yellow with an s on it uh which i do have that one but i'll bring it on next week well you uh, know what i gotta say about that Believe it or not, Tom. Walk walking it on. on great show, honestly. One of the greatest shows you'll ever watch. And if you all don't know, what so who, what, which toy company did these two here? So of course, speaking of uh, Spawn, because we have talked about him a lot on this channel, Mr. Todd McFarlane did these, of course. Really? W- yes, Todd McFarlane did these wonderful. Those three. Yes, these wonderful ones, and of course the Mondo, which is a very relatively un, you know, unknown but unknown kind of. Well, company. I've got records from him online before. If it's the same company I'm thinking of. <laughs> 
Not the same company oh, okay. that you're probably thinking of because this is a toy company, but it's also a record company, so go check them out too. But yeah, these were the literally these I had not had Mondo figures before, so having these guys was a godsend, and these guys are incredible. Uh, like I said, you guys gotta just check them out and pick right. them up yourself. So. Good deal. Well, the Nika well, figures. Uh, they, they've been making Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Nika figures. Too. Oh, for a while, yeah. They, they have yeah a lot NECA, of good yeah, good ones. Nika yeah. figures have been doing a lot of good on the. If you like I say, you can pick up a set online. Uh, but like I said, the the original ones from the Mirage comic ones, you would have to pay an arm and a leg to get them because they are not on the secondary market anymore. So. All right. Well, we got to move things along here, folks. Uh, we're gonna run down some of the upcoming noteworthy streaming and theatrical releases from last week and this coming weekend here. I uh, got a few streaming shows to point out and two theatrical movies. So on Apple TV Plus, uh, the show Lessons in Chemistry, new streaming series where it's set in the 1960s. I guess we mentioned her earlier, but it stars Brie Larson as Elizabeth Zott, a scientist who is not taken seriously because she's a woman and later finds success as the host of a cooking show. New episodes airing Fridays. Why does that sound so ironic? Oh, well, next up, we'll see if it's as ironic as this next one. The Fall of the House of Usher streaming film on Netflix starring Carla Gugino, Zach Guilford, Kate Siegel, and Samantha Sloan, and a modern take on one of Edgar Allan Poe's most chilling stories in which the last remaining heirs of the Usher family mysteriously start to die. Have you read the, orig- the Poe's house, uh, Fall of the House of Usher? Yes. And it, honestly, it could be, speaking about Edgar Allan Poe, there is a play that's going on in his name as well. So. Oh, okay. In, in town here? Or? Yes. Okay. Fire, Fire Hall Empire? Yes. Okay. Yeah, Fire Hall Theater, so go check that out. I'll have to look into that one. You know, I, I saw that one, and I've heard really good reviews on it. But for some reason, <laughs> every time I see it, I'm like, the fall of the house. And I just keep thinking of Usher the Rapper. Oh, yes. <laughs> you're thinking about the musician. Yeah, you're the, anticipating, like, you're like, anticipating a Super Bowl show, halftime yeah. show. Yeah. Well, I, I did a, I did a, uh, a paper on The Raven in college. Oh, yeah. Icky knows his fair share of Edgar Allan Poe. Yeah. They came. All right. I saw they Icky, knew. here's another one you're familiar with. You referenced earlier, Goosebumps. Well, they, everyone, yeah. we all know, maybe remember watching growing up the, the anthology series oh, on yeah. Fox, oh. uh, the, the live action series. Oh, viewer so beware. Now it's got a reboot. Now, a new episodes are an all new anthology uh, live action series airing on Disney Plus and Hulu, where it's a reboot of the anthology preteen horror series based on the hit R.L. Stein children's books. Favorite stories like The Haunted Mask and Say cheese and die are used as inspiration for the 10 episode series about five teens haunted by a mysterious murder in their town 30 years earlier yeah. icky those two books uh or anyone at the table fan or recall those two books this uh show is based on are you kidding yes. me oh i love that's one of my favorites like, sorry like, i'm too old I'm, I'm the hardy's boys oh yeah i, I knew hardy's the hardy's boys, boys. Yeah. shout out to the hardy's boys i read yeah. my fair share of hardy's boys but i also read my fair share of goosebumps Same. yeah Icky, you've read a ton of Goosebumps, right? I collect Goosebumps books, actually. Where would you rank The Haunted Mask and Say Cheese and Die? Haunted Mask and Say Cheese and Die are Top great, tier? great books, but I really enjoyed the... Uh... Cuckoo Clock of Tor- no. Terror. <laughs> Vampire's Cuckoo Breath. Cuckoo Clock of Dome. Cuckoo Clock. Okay. But I, I really appreciated the the TV versions of that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The from the because original. There was like nine. There was like seventy or ninety six uh, episodes of the Goosebumps yeah. series. Yeah, it had a good like several year run. 
You helped me get a book on that at one point. I think so. Yeah, it's coming back to me. Yeah. And fun fact, ladies and gentlemen, if you did not know, a lot of young kids you'll see in those, uh, of course, anthology series became on to go to be big stars in their own right, like Ryan Gosling. And of course, uh, there was also a little known girl, if you ever know, uh, she played in Smallville as well. She is now uh, serving a time in prison. Oh, yeah, because... Child trafficking or something? No, she was in a very dangerous cult. Uh, Umesa, what was it? The main, uh, the uh, the. Oh, Al, her name is uh, what was it? Not Allison Brie, but her Al, Allison Mack. That was her name. I thought she got busted for like sex trafficking. <gasps> no, is she that the one got, that played Lana or Lena or she? Uh, she played yes, one of not she didn't play Lena, but she played one of Superman's uh, friends on the show, and okay. yeah, she got busted very horribly. Well, a couple so. other shows to bring up here: uh, new movie on Netflix. Called Old Dads, starring Bill Burr, Bobby Cannavale, and Bokeem Woodbine. Uh, Bill Burr also directed this as three middle-aged men who sell their company and have to figure out how to make it now that they're out of touch and trying to exist in a world where a younger generation rules. You, you, I, I was sold at Bill Burr. Bill that's, Burr. Yeah, that's every time I think of Bill Burr, I think I'm like, where's Paul? Oh shoot! <laughs> that guy, I. I Think he's one of the best comedians ever. He yeah, is. I, I like me and him. I think we have the same personality. Well, Literally, That's well, he's the one behind the camera Paul. calling the shots for this too. He directed this movie, Paul. So this one maybe. Oh, totally. I'm, I'll love it. I will love it if Bill if Bill Burr is involved. I will love this movie. I think he is hilarious so <laughs> he's just he, he just doesn't give a, he doesn't give a single crap about anything he's just like I mean, he's, he's, one, he's one of those ones where he's like he'll he'll just say like something just so asinine and yeah. I'm just like. You're right. You're right. You're, You're right. So right. <laughs> <laughs> what He's correct. I, I got a feeling we may have found Paul's movie of the year right yeah, here. Old literally. Dads on Netflix. Yeah. I Number one. I was going to be like, where's Paul? <laughs> All right. Next up, the hit theaters last Friday, the new Martin Scorsese movie, Killers of the Flower Moon. Set, yes. Set in the 1920s, Oklahoma, and depicts a serial murder of members of the oil-wealthy Osagi, Osagi Nation, a yes. string of brutal crimes that came to be known as a reign of terror. Osage. Osage? Okay, yep. gotcha. Starring Leonardo, Di- Leonardo DiCaprio, Ro- Robert De Niro, and John Lithgow, and directed, again, directed by Martin Scorsese. Yeah. You, know, you, know, you know who I really like John Lithgow in? The remake of Pet Cemetery. John Lithgow played like John. like him in a ton of stuff. Yeah, John Lithgow is amazing. Dexter, uh, he, he has so many things. Uh, was it pl- original, pl- or the Planet of the Apes, the first movie he's big in uh, no, from the recent was, reboot he, he trilogy. Was, he was in the reboot trilogy, yeah. yeah, but he wasn't in the original. I meant to say like the original of the original three reboot trilogy. Oh, there, of yeah, yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, but and, 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 and uh, Footloose. So many yes. good John, John Lithgow films. Uh, Five Nights at Freddy's in theaters this Friday, based on the hit video game, follows a troubled security guard as he begins working at. Freddy Fazbear's Pizza. While spending his first night on the job, he realizes the night shift at Freddy's won't be so easy to make it through. This well, you know, didn't we do a movie kind of like that called Willy's Wonderland? Yep. Yeah, I was going to say, isn't this a... Uh, I uh, had a John, what is it, John Cage? or no. Nick Cage. No, Nick, Nick Cage. Cage. Yeah, Nick I thought Cage. that was a Nick, Nick Cage, Cage movie. Well, no... Yeah, that Nick Cage movie, Wiley's Wonderland, is heavily inspired by Five Nights at Freddy's. They just beat them to the punch at coming out with the movie concept first. Uh, It's pretty much almost, yeah, 
at an abandoned like family pizza joint, and at at night the 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 animatronics come alive, yes. and it becomes like a a, a terror, just a, a, a scary, spooky movie. And the the video games are are, are super big hits. Like mm. they're big in the YouTuber Twitch streaming crowd, just oh, for all yeah. the jump scares. They're they really really in for the jump scares. And like the, then the merchandise is a huge seller for kids because those you know you get these cute cuddly animatronics, and the kids yeah. just buy it up. Yeah, so they yeah. love it, man. They love well, it. Well, I like I like what the chicken has on her on her like bib it says let's eat or something like that and that goes back into the you know how we're a nation of consumers basically yeah and paul it's interesting you bring up you know thinking you know wait a second isn't this uh, wiley's wonderland and i i saw the preview for this at the same time with my brother uh when we were at the movies a few weeks ago and he's like oh wow they're already doing a sequel to wiley's wonderland i'm like oh no no they're they're unrelated trust me and we ended up getting this dumb silly argument about how these movies are are not really related to each other my brother's like no no it's a sequel i i know it and i'm like no no joe it's trust me he's like no 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 but yeah yeah, much like you and your brother the same thing with my friend joey because we had this argument yesterday about like the chucky cheese scandal and all this other stuff that's happening and why there are no more mascots and food you know restaurants gig so i'm like yeah, it was just a whole thing oh, yeah. <laughs> those are this week's uh upcoming or just past week's releases any one that jumps out to you for your pick you're gonna see here next honestly i i got i gotta go with my boy martin scorsese i gotta uh, go with marty because I'm, I'm excited oh sorry no 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 so killer, killer of the flower moon for oh. victor oh yeah <laughs> five nights at freddy's definitely five for night, me not not goosebumps well goosebumps is on but if saying if you had the the the, the means to see it Yo, I would, I would just eat that up. Goose, so goosebumps and Five Nights at Freddy's for Icky. I think we know what Paul's pick of the week will be. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah hard, hard guess there. Yeah, <laughs> <it's> like the- <laughs> smooth move, X slacks. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Seriously, every time I think of Bilber, I'm like, where is Paul? <laughs> like literally, every time, where is Paul? No, it's a toss up between Five Nights at Freddy's and Killers of the Flower Moon. If it wasn't Halloween season, I would, I, I, I would. No, both. I, fi- Halloween season, part of me wants to say Five Night at Freddy's, but Killers of the Flower Moon, yeah, definitely love oh, Martin yeah. Scorsese, so I'll give the nudge to that. Give but, this, uh, mo- this movie, or this show is called Old Dads. I have four kids and I'm wearing a cardigan. Yeah. What you- <laughs> we know what Paul's folding laundry to tonight. Yeah. I'm like, what do you expect? Or, wait, Paul- I'm an old dad now. <laughs> Paul, I guess you got, old- you got a, a, I guess you could say, maybe from, I don't know, can you say that I've, I've heard oh, from man. other interviews with other uh, uh, fathers in the past uh besides uh folding laundry movies is there also a uh, kid uh newborn nap movie make sure the kid is napping uh, or putting the kid to make sure the kid's napping or bottle feeding or whatever and, and then you can watch a movie also probably in the background. pinocchio's revenge because i wouldn't want your kids to see this and then get freaked out uh, well I, I mean i guess if she can handle noise i mean yeah. heck I oh, more it, power to her. It's it's rescue bots or something up there. Uh, the kids can watch that. Oh, or that's fair. Octonauts. Yeah. Yeah, and then I'm downstairs. I'm watching my thing. Oh, fair enough. Then. Say, yeah, say fair enough. It's then. Paul's turn to, to, to creature to feed, report to feed the yeah. newborn. Creature report. <laughs> fun, fun. Heck yeah. Well, you, you know, you know what I gotta say. I gotta quote Bloaty from uh, Invader Zim. We got games. We got pizza. What more can you ask for, kids? Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. Well, let's wind it down here. Got some GFBS plugs here for some other shows going on GFBS this week. Hey, check out Dirty Thursday tomorrow. They're going to have on late model national champion Tyler Peterson joining the Bouldering Boys tomorrow. Also, check out this Monday's GFBS interview with this week's guest, North Dakota recording artist, 
Alex DeRoe. They play some songs from Alex's library. We all jam out. It was an awesome, awesome interview. Those are just a couple of over a dozen shows you can find every week by searching GFBS on your favorite, favorite podcast or social media app. Hey, Icky, you host a show on Grand Forks Best Source you can find live every Friday night at 9 p.m. Or I listen thought. to anytime, anywhere thereafter. I want you to tell us all about it. Well, at least I thought I did. <laughs> yeah, until <laughs> until cert- Paul fired me. <laughs> until the, 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 dude, the wizard is just getting all the attention now. Yes, he is. This puppet is more popular than I am. By popular demand, the fans have spoken. <laughs> the fans have spoken, and from now on, it's just going to be the wizard. Wizard of Weirds, Weird Cinema. <laughs> but yeah, you know, if you want, if you want to see like a bunch of, we like we talked about earlier, straight to video movies. I do a lot of the straight to video movies, and some of them are are, are gold in the in the rough, and some of them are crap. And we got we got to give it to Icky too, because when he came on at GFBS, it was like, oh, what are we getting into here? <laughs> but he is uh, officially uh, one of our most downloaded shows that we have. Yeah, I'll give you a, the crowd clap uh, yeah. for that. Icky is tearing it up on the downloads, and uh, you know you do cover a lot of the direct to video, straight to video films, or the more more ni- the more niche uh, more niche cult stuff. But you also do cover the occasional crowd pleaser mainstream hit. You know. Uh, Big box office films well, like, like th- next next week we're doing Halloween one and Halloween two by Rob Zombie. But also in the past you've covered the Pee Wee Herman movie. I was a Pee Wee's Playhouse or not Pee Wee's Playhouse. Pee Wee's big, big yeah big adventure and you did Thor and, and you've done. You know, I think I think, I think yeah, I think you actually have a really good following. Uh, surprisingly, out of Australia, really yeah. Dude, the Australians hey. love Icky. Hey, yep. you gotta give it to the Australians, yeah. man. So again, you can find that every Friday night at nine PM, or just search, or just go to the GFBS on your favorite podcast social media app. Look for you can find Weird Cinema, uh, uh, the latest Weird Cinema episode on there. Please watch, or they'll put me back in the back in the cave. Back in the cave goes the wizard. Uh, all right, well, let's wind it down with some quick takes. What we've watched this past week or coming up, we plan on watching soon, or big Halloween plans, whatever you want to wind down with. Uh, Victor, let's start things off with you. Oh, well, I mean, heck, Halloween plans especially. We're, of course, having a our usual uh, downstairs in the basement of O'Reilly's, so get your costumes and everything. Go to the Halloween party there, or go if you want to go to the Ohada party that's happening, a Halloween party that's right across so the street. So both on Halloween night? Yeah, so if you want to go to hol- either Halloween parties, please go downtown, go here. Well, I know go- you help out O'Reilly's with the karaoke music and stuff. Is yes, that what I do. Are you guys doing a karaoke party that night? Or? We are. We're going to get wild so like i said bring your costumes and whatever and just bring your voice and whatever you got and just like party on man because it's going to be a hell of a good time heck yeah hell of a good time and of course the the rest of it are if we're doing quick takes really quick so um like i said uh superhero news really just like i said spawn and not to mention ninja turtles they're coming out with last ronin which i'm super excited for i can't wait to play it man because like i said if you all have kept up with ninja turtles as much as i have for over the many many years i've talked about it on this show the last ronin the last turtle man he's the only survivor of his clan and he's going to take revenge against the people who ruined and killed his entire clan and family and going to add an end to the evil reign of of course the shredder but who is the shredder we don't know and if any of you can guess who the last ronin is because paul tried to guess it on many other shows before this so if you can guess it and guess his too you could probably you know have a lot more in store for yourself in the not only the graphic novel but in the game as well well they have they have this new this new 
collection out called Best of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle books. Yes, There's they like do. six of them or yeah. something like that. They're huge. They're yeah. like three, big omnibus size. Yeah. Omnibus size. Like yeah. I said, man, Ninja Turtles, man. I, as you all know, Ninja Turtle fanatic here and i gotta tell you there's so much news about these guys because man they're just killing it and of course my boy joey had save a huge ninja turtle poster for me that the movie of course that came out not too long ago was just killing it in the box office and they're coming out with the next one and as you know everyone because i don't think you all are really surprised by this the most hateful enemy of the teenage ninja turtles is gonna come back and the shredder will return and he will be ready to kill any other quick takes, Victor? Um, besides, I'm super excited to get to see my boy Marty again back in the director's chair and back with his two favorite leads, Leonardo DiCaprio and, of course, his longtime collaborator and friend, Mr. Robert De Niro, kicking ass in screen for Killers of the Flower Moon. I can't wait to see that, man. Big things ahead. Oh, man, I can't wait to sing my take. Did Scorsese direct Godfather? No, that was Francis Ford Coppola. Okay. No, yep, yeah, yeah. Again, another big, big movie too. Highly well regarded. Um, I'll go next with my quick takes here. I'll make them. I don't got too much here. Um, I guess since our last other one, the stuff I've already talked about. I did finish the Continental. I only had half an episode left, and yeah, really liked how that wrapped up. Really, I thought successfully set up the John Wick movies there and getting the whole backstory on the Continental was a treat. Uh, finished The Wrestlers on Netflix, the last Ooh. few episodes of that, and that was a lot of fun because they were building up to their one big summer, uh, their, their biggest show of the summer, and it kind of is building up to Al Snow having his big return match and then see if the company can be saved by filling the house. And just the way they build up to him and the way they produce, they show the final uh, 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 summer card. Uh, the way they have it pr- produced on the last episode, I thought they really knocked it out of the park. Really hope they have a season two. Maybe focus on do other future seasons on future or on other smaller uh, indie federations around the country, just trying to make ends meet. So, so is this kind of like a biography or something like that? Yeah, it's on Netflix. It's called The Wrestlers. I did a review on our last episode. It's pretty much them uh, focusing on uh, Ohio Valley wrestling. Still, oh yeah, with Al Snow. Yep, yeah, still hanging on to business all these years later, no longer being associated with WWE. Yeah, it's just oh. called Wrestlers on oh. Netflix awesome stuff oh and speaking of which really quick uh because speaking of wrestling mr paul and tony went to a wrestling show and they showed me pictures of the arena which was kick ass i gotta ask you guys how was the show oh i think that was uh I- icky and me went to the wrestling yeah show. that's yeah. what i'm saying you guys went to the yeah, wrestling yeah, show. yeah you said paul uh, oh i'm no, sorry no, i'm no. sorry that's my bad guys oh it's I'm all sorry. good no it's all good no no uh, yeah icky I'm sorry paul was there in spirit yeah, <laughs> yeah. Icky, you and me went to, we saw two indie wrestling shows over the last few weeks, Below Zero Wrestling and Time Bomb Pro Wrestling, one in Laramore with Below Zero and Fargo, we saw Time Bomb Pro. We kind of touched on it on the last Weird Wrestling last weekend, but I guess I know you, you really like the Time Bomb show, right? Yes, yes. You had some good deathmatch, hardcore wrestling? Um, you know I'm all about the deathmatch. Mm-hmm. Yep, and we got a little bit of that in the Below Zero show in Laramore. They had a big chair match with the... The, the wrestlers that were at uh, Paul's, uh, the, at your uh, gender reveal party, Matthias and uh, Bullet Bronson continuing their feud. God, so that, was so, that was the best, literally. They, they need to do more of that, man. That was so kick-ass. I, I talked to him a little bit after their match. I'm like, hey, great to see you guys are still, no no stone left unturned in your rivalry, still bringing it all these weeks later. That was so, so it was awesome. good It was good talking to them again. And yeah, great show there. And Time Bomb, awesome show too. They had Ultimo Dragon from the old WCW days wrestling there at the... Uh, time bomb show and he still has it all these years later wouldn't you say icky 
Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah. Great shows. Great, great wrestling shows. Um, and I guess for Halloween plans, I'm I'm planning on going to. Uh, I know this. We're doing the. Uh, I think I may be doing the helping out here with the trunk or treat here in the mall. Oh. So helping out with that. That did that last year. Hopefully do that again this weekend. That should be blast. And uh, I, you know, I interviewed the folks at the library. They're promoting their uh, upcoming Halloween. Uh, bashes this coming uh, Thursday and Friday and this Friday they got the one for the kind of like 18 and up I'm going to go to that I think they're going to do like trivia and snacks and things like that some other fun and games so yeah that should be fun that's what I'm looking forward to I'm going to rock my awesome uh, Mario costume again so yeah and uh, yeah so those are my Halloween plans Paul big Halloween festivities lined up for you nope really no trick-or-treating with the kids we'll we'll be here at the mall Mm -hmm. handing out Candy and stuff. And fair then, enough. Fair then, enough. Then we're going to be going over to uh, celebrate Thanksgiving and Christmas with my in-laws because they got to do it all at one time because everybody's like all so three sp- holidays in one yeah, weekend. Yeah, because wow. everybody's kind of scattered. Fair but enough. no, um, so you know, I did uh, check out the wrestlers. The, oh, yeah. Yep, I, I got like two episodes in. You know that mother daughter uh, thing that was kind of cool. Uh, I did watch The Passengers off of the recommendation from, I think it was David Passmore. Hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. That I, was on here. I think that was like one of his all-time favorites, if I remember right. Yeah. Yep. And it was a good movie. It was a, it was a nice love story, it, you know, with a sci-fi twist to it. So, mm. you know, it, it was a good movie. You know, I, I thought it was entertaining. Mm. And then, uh, what was the other one I had on there? Menace uh, to Society. Oh, yeah. So... I don't know. Oh, uh, yeah, we were uh, on Brew Brothers, and we were talking about Jada Pinkett Smith. And then I was trying to explain to them that she was in. We were trying to figure it out because I we, everybody always gets Boys in the Hood, yeah. and Menace to Society confused. Yes, and I was like, no, she was in. And so I looked it up, and I was like, oh yeah, she was in Menace to Society. So I and I was like, I want to watch that movie again, which is so stupid that you have to rent it. Yeah. You know, so I, I mean, it was three bucks. Big deal. Yeah. You know? I run into that every once in a while. I'm, oh, what streaming service is moving on? Oh, I guess I got to do a three or five dollar voodoo rental or YouTube yeah. rental. It's a, it's a movie from the 90s and yeah. I got to rent it for three bucks. Like, how dumb. But Menace to Society is a great movie. And Very that's also movie. what transitioned into watching it straight out of Compton yeah. again. Uh, because when you watch Menace to Society, when you see Ice Cube in them, that is the environment that they lived in. I yeah. think Menace to Society was even better than Boys in the Hood mm. as far as like explaining like you know growing up in the ghetto and yeah. you know trying you know you don't have like even the kid he had an education he got his degree and everything yeah, but, but he was you know involved in you know cooking drugs and you know the only thing that was on a teenager's mind and it was the same thing with me growing up back then is you want the fancy car you want the rims you want the pager you want all this stuff and you're not focused on education and i think that we're transitioning back into that again yeah and it's it's scary yeah and you know and and that's why they call them a menace to society because i mean they don't care they will literally just kill somebody to get what they want at that as the adage goes what is old is new again well here's you know you said that that kind of freaked you out i had a i was uh um watching the joker uh the joaquin phoenix joker a few years ago with a friend and my friend we're walking down the hall after we watched it and my friend goes that's the scariest movie i've ever seen 
Well, no, there are, there are some intense parts in that film. Well, yeah. yeah. No, but, but why, psychologically, I think you're saying. Yes, yeah, psychologically. Because yeah. It's you like have, you with your, your uh, menace to society, your boys in the hood, you know. It's psychological. And because a lot of people, and mind you, ladies and gentlemen, a lot of people, when John Singleton came out with Boys in the Hood and then Menace to Society, of course, came out yeah, also, these were movies that talked about, you know, Places in that ghetto, like nobody talks about those places because you'd see you. I've had friends who came from that kind of area where literally there was this uh, story about a little boy who was just walking down a street, uh, you know, and he was coming home from school. Next thing he knows, he saw four or five dead bodies laying right casually right next to where he was walking towards. And people don't report stuff over there. And literally when these movies were made, the end of the movie, they said these are stories and things that people do. Do not report on. So this is why we made this movie, so people can know what's going on down here. I, I think I think Tony brings up a, a really good point on this. So menace to society and that type of mentality yeah. is you want what you want and you will do it whatever you want to get it. So exactly. you will kill somebody to get those rims yeah. so you look cool, yeah. you know, all that kind of stuff. But in the same point, when you're talking about, you know, uh, the Joker... Those are like the kids that shoot up schools. Yeah. Because so the the the, the people in Minnesota society, they want the cool stuff. They yeah. want the recognition. But the people that are shooting up schools, they have a mental thing where they, yeah. they feel like the entire system is against them. And they just want to like. And that uh, movie just kind of shows this gradual, just oh, yeah. deep descent yeah. into that mental yeah. state. Yeah, right. so th those two mental states are are very prevalent, yeah. I think, in high schools. You yeah. have the one kid that will do anything to be cool, yeah. but then you also have the other kid that feels like the entire world's against him. Yeah. So you have the Joker, and yeah. then you have, uh, who would be the, the alternative to that for yeah. Menace to Society? Yeah. I, I guess it would be... Um, I'm trying to think of a good example off the top of my head. <laughs> I couldn't tell you. Um, from at least in, in in films and whatnot. Yeah. I mean, there's many, but the, I could I could go Kingpin. With like, yeah, King, Kingpin. Oh. I mean, Kingpin. Yeah, he would be. I mean, he was. He normally started off as a good kid, but then his father. Yeah. So you the, got you got the Joker and you got Kingpin. Yeah. Those are the two kids that you have in schools right yeah. now. You yeah. have the ones that just want it all. Yeah. And then you have the ones that just are just broken. Yeah. And the, as Alfred had said, you know, some men, they just want to watch the world completely yep. burn, man. Yep. And that, those are scary people. Well, we should probably wrap things up here in a little bit. Paul, any other quick takes? Okay. No, I, 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 ending on a positive note. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, we, ending we, on a very positive note. Well, we still have Icky's quick takes. I know you got a couple of things stored for us here. Uh, the original Clyde Barker Hellraiser. Hell yeah. You just saw that recently then? Um. I, I try to watch it at least once a year. Oh, it's like kind of like this t Halloween time of the year ritual. No, nah, not necessarily Halloween time, but mm -hmm. I used to. It used to play a lot on uh, uh, Joe Bob Briggs Monster Vision, and I would you know like tune in whenever it would it would come on. Well, I tuned in every week just to see what movies that they were you know they were showing. So, yeah, one of the most iconic movie villains, uh, especially with that costume. One of the most iconic Doug costumes. Bradley. You know, I didn't like when they made Pinhead not Doug Bradley anymore. That is true. I didn't care for yeah the rest of the sequels. Yeah, and he didn't come back. That just didn't make it fair. And Clive, it's Margaret like it's like the, the the tall man with Angus Scrim in uh, Phantasm. Yeah, I missed. It. He was really good. He was very very good. I see. You have one other thing for us for quick takes, Icky. Uh, the TV show Creep Show. They're on their fourth season, I believe. Oh, Still a current yeah. active show. 
Yes. What channel is that one on again? Uh, I think it's on Shutter, but I think it's on. It plays on AMC. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fourth season, so that's another regular go-to for, of yours. Yes, I have the the first three seasons on DVD. I'm sure. Remember, I'm probably getting mixed up on what what, what that, the general uh, the just uh, premise of that show. Well, can you give a refresher? It's just an anthology series. Tells a bunch of different. Oh, each episode is its own unique. Its own unique. Um, Greg Nicotero was involved in it. Yeah. Who is really big from Walking Dead fame. Yeah. But I knew Greg. Well, I didn't know who he was, but I I knew his work. Because he did a lot of the special makeup effects for the movie Dr. Giggles. Mm, oh, yeah. I do remember. Yeah. yeah I remember, remember that's the one you reviewed on Weird Cinema. Yeah. Dang. So, I, yeah, it sounds like you've, you are getting into the spirit for, for spooky season. And it's I always wish, spooky. I wish know. the, I wish the I guess Keeper was here, man. For, for <laughs> Icky and the Wizard, it's 24-7 spooky season. Basically. Heck, yeah. And anything else for quick takes? No, thank you. Right on. Well, anything else from anyone else here before we uh, wrap things up for the day? Well, uh, as our boy, the Crypt Keeper, had said, the quickest way to a man's heart is through his rib cage. Oh, <laughs> I love it. No, man. That well, very astutely has spoken. <laughs> All right, with that, we will wrap it up for our Spooky Movie Special 2023 edition. This was a blast. We welcome you to join us live for all future episodes. Again, every other Wednesday at 1 p.m. on gfbestsource.com. Find past episodes by subscribing to GFBS everywhere you find podcasts. And as mentioned earlier, help support GFBS by leaving us a five-star review on Google or your favorite podcast app. Many thanks for having us part of your day. Many thanks to Victor. Thank you, guys. And remember, don't forget to tune in so we can have another year of you guys tuning in because this is a great show and we need to have another year year party like we did the last year. So come on, tune in and give us what you want because I know this is what you want. Many thanks to four-time, 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 four-time uh father paul <laughs> yeah, yeah give him that a little bit give Spe- him the speaking of being a, a father of four and trying to run a studio go to gfbestsource.com we do have a donate link there <laughs> so if you'd like to see us have a show next month yeah. i suggest you at least put a dollar down that's right gfbestsource.com do donate it. link on the top of the website come on definitely you know you check it to. out many thanks to this week's special guest icky ichabod and the wizard of weird Yay. <laughs> thanks for coming on, Nikki and Wizard. Thank you. All right. And many thanks to all of you for tuning in and having us part of your day. We'll see you all in two weeks. Goodbye. See you later.